0: Possible. it is possible because we kind of did like a really in-depth review
1: yeah more so than we normally do
0: my ass bone hurts so bad i don't know why i let you talk me into that class i had a good time mm? when like in between bouts of misery yeah and i let my the the music and the beat move my body no yeah. um
1: it's like having a, a rave on a bicycle
0: it's the funnest or just running from the clown police
1: <laughs> do you remember like a handful of years back when like people were dressed up as clowns and they would just stand on the side of the road freaking people out yeah simpler times yeah nothing i that i know of ever came about that other than it just kind of stopped
0: yeah i don't think it was like anything malicious right it like no crimes were being committed it was just like it was just people being creepy as fuck almost like a uh, a flash mob but just individuals mm-hmm. like oh somebody in L.A.'s doing this. I'm going to do it over here in Cleveland.
1: Yeah. You know what would have been good Book. is if it was more of like for like a a guerrilla marketing campaign for like a movie that
0: was coming out. Like if it was oh, coming man. out. those That clown is a very different clown than one, the ones we're thinking of. That would be an actual like problem.
1: Mm-hmm. But that
0: that could have been a, a, cool, a cool way to do it. I mean cool way for people to die because if I saw one of those guys just walking on the side of the road, mm-hmm. I would – uh, theoretically, hypothetically, just run them over with my car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and and that's the problem that the well that's the risk that you run in America. Sure, Is that chances the are only risk. Somebody has a gun and they might just shoot you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the only risk. It is, but much like all risks are. Let's take this risk and, uh-huh. and dive into a uh-huh. sidebar edition of Conversation and Cinemas. Uh, that, uh,
0: the connection's very weak, but I'll let it, I'll let it stand.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conversations and Cinema. My name is David, and I'm joined by my good buddy. Wait, did I say my name is David?
0: I, I, you, whenever you talk, I kind of <laughs> tune you out and I think about what I'm going to say. So you probably could have. It's possible.
1: All right. And.
0: No, we're keeping this in.
1: No, I'm keeping it in. But. All right. Finding my moment before. Wait, wait. room tone.
0: (sighs) No, no. Room tone. Quiet on set. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conversations in Cinema. My name is definitely Josh, not David. But I am joined by my good buddy, David. (laughs) That's just the funnest shit to do on set. Um, This is a a sidebar edition, a silly sidebar edition. Yarp. Uh, We're we're just going to kind of talk about the state of of movies. Kind of like what we've been watching, Mm.
0: TV, movies, porn, etc.
1: Yeah, because... Normally at the end of the, cause we're kind of coming towards the end of the summer cause it's past August. Thank God mm-hmm, for the temperature. Um, but normally you would have like your major summer blockbusters that were the build up, And then mm-hmm. you normally have like your holiday previews that are coming out for like, those. These n- are
0: the, can be the Oscar movies. Yeah, yeah.
1: Your, your Oscar movies. And it's still a weird time, uh, in, in COVID times, because I know that like we're not really in COVID times, but we're basically still in COVID times. Um, so like the industry is still kind of weird. So yeah. we were just going to kind of reflect on the movies that we actually did consume this summer. Mm-hmm. What are the ones coming out? What are the ones that have been pushed yet again for next year?
0: On that, I kind of want to go to a straight to a movie that I'm excited to see, mm-hmm. but I feel like they've been filming for about five or six years now, mm-hmm. and that's the new Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, every I because I follow um, some of the actors on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they keep on posting like, "Oh, we're still filming." Yeah, still filming on set, and I'm like, "Yeah, you were filming this like in 2018," mm-hmm. and I think that's actual actually true.
1: Yeah, well, here's what I have to say about Mission Impossible: is that they do a better job at. Basically doing a Bond movie than most Bond movies have done. Yeah, because I at mean, le-
0: at least in like a consistent quality.
1: Because mm-hmm. I think that well, just with the action, like everything, the last mm-hmm. like three for sure, maybe four Mission Impossible's have so, just been fantastic just movies. Banners.
0: I think even like Mission Impossible three, which is almost a soft reboot, because two was like the weird one. Right. One is the classic 90s. Mm-hmm. Was which that I, in the 90s? Was that like 89? Was that like late 80s? Like no, that? I think it was early 90s. Um, but uh, it featured a young Tom Cruise who looks exactly like he does now. Mm-hmm. Definitely has old. nothing to do with Scientology. Nope. nope. Um, but that first one was great if a traditional Soviet era spy thriller type thing. Yeah, which and I, I mean, mean like
1: I've watched that movie mm-hmm. recently and I mm-hmm. think it holds up. For sure. I think it's still
0: enjoyable. John Voight still creeps me out just as a person. <laughs> yeah. He just always looks kind of greasy. Mm-hmm. We like could, uh, just damp.
1: One of my buddies worked on the movie with John Voight and has very interesting oh, yeah. stories
0: about John Voight. That's awesome. We should,
1: which we will that. just save for whenever inevitably he ends up on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then two was weird. It had doves and rock climbing.
1: Cause I was trying to, what was the director of John Woo? Yeah. John Woo. That's what it was, man. I could see where they were going with that, but yeah. at the end,
0: 2 is weird. 2 is a very... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But then 3 with J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams does what he does mm-hmm. best and kind of reinvigorate mm-hmm. um, a franchise like he's done with he's Star He's a starter. Trek. He's a starter. Not a closer. He is, he is a... Yeah. yeah. He is a, a producer's director, if that makes sense. Yeah. So he can kick off franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 4, 5, and 6 have just been... Amazing. So the oh, yeah. titles are run together for me. Mm-hmm. So there's Mission Possible three, which is just three. Mm-hmm. Then there's Ghost Protocol. Yeah. And then there's uh
1: Ghost Recon the video nope, game. Nope.
0: Oh wait, hang on a second. Ghost Protocol. Let's see. Wait, something about Patriots, right? Something about something about uh uh the thing.
1: So 2011 was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it was Oh Mission Impossible Rogue Nation.
0: Rogue Nation, that's what I was, it was. It's like Patriots Nation something like that. And, and then, then Fallout. And then Fallout. Um and then the new one I don't think it it's I think they come out with a name with the for it yet. It's just Mission Impossible 7.
1: Yeah, it's Mission Impossible 7 yeah. and then also for 2023 is Mission Impossible 8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a yeah. according according to I am Dibby, there's an untitled uh, Tom Cruise SpaceX project.
0: Yeah, of course, because he's gonna be the first guy to film a movie fully in space. <laughs> uh, that's like a real thing.
1: No, I mean, Vin Diesel beat him there. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, they were actually in space. You're right. Yep. Well, no, Vin Diesel never made it to space.
1: Oh, that's true. It was Luda.
0: It was just Luda and Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Luda. Why are these minions out in space? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, um, but, yeah, no, I agree. I, I think just in terms of consistency, because with the Craig Bond movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I love, the Craig Bond movies. Yeah. I also would like to point out that we have still not talked about what we said that we were going to talk about in this podcast so far, but I'm totally loving it. ramping word. up to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah you, no. know? And, and, you know? This, this is the is, foreplay of the this conversation. This is foreplay. Yeah. Which, you know, as men, we're amazing at. Gushing. Yeah, gushing. Just gushing with anticipation.
0: <laughs> um, <sighs> <sighs> ah.
1: um, but it was yeah. one of the productions that also was trying to shoot an early COVID release, like when they started letting right. movies start doing stuff, because right. Tom Cruise had a video leaked from the crew where he was basically belittling them for not following the ghost protocol, COVID protocols. There's
0: some, uh, as is often the case around a figure like Tom Cruise, there was some uh, rumors that that was not staged necessarily, but Tom Cruise let a guy like, let some crew know like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, scream at these dudes and scold them mm-hmm. for violating COVID protocols, COVID protocol, good mission but, impossible. COVID yeah. COVID protocol. yeah. Um, That's mission impossible eight right there. COVID yeah. protocol. Um. And you need to, uh, we can turn it into a PR thing to show everybody like, Hey, we are the mm-hmm. saviors of,
1: yeah. Of Basically film. to show to the producers, you know, it Back just shut down California. again yeah.
0: because they got COVID somebody mm-hmm. on the crew.
1: Um, here's the thing. When an actor berates people on a set, I can never tell if it's real or not because they're
0: actors. True. However, it is Tom Cruise, and he's like I don't even call him an actor. He's just Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He, he like the the man that wields so much power. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's a good thing that he's like you know at least publicly, a by all good. accounts, a nice guy.
1: Yeah. But I do agree that is one movie that I am always down to see a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. So. That to me, like, that right now especially uh, is a classic, like, summer popcorn blockbuster movie. Yeah. Um, Which we really didn't get this summer. Well,
0: I just saw uh, Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and the Legend of the Ten Rings mm-hmm. uh, a couple days ago. And that's, you know, Marvel's summer blockbuster. And it's already smashed outside. Labor Day you mean like, records.
1: Hmm? Like, instead of, like, Black Widow.
0: Yeah, because Black Widow is more spring. Like, well, well it, was it, was July, a, it was July
1: when it was supposed to. That's true because it was slated for. And it was a weird release.
0: Like this is Shang-Chi was a theaters only release, mm-hmm. and it's already made like ninety million dollars mm-hmm. on Labor Day weekend, which is the most in history for a Labor Day, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, so that's what I went and saw, and I freaking loved it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. It's uh, the action that it, it's so different and so fresh. Um. If you like any kind of traditional, not traditional, but any kind of uh, iconic Bruce Lee movies, uh, martial arts, even like stuff like uh, more fantastical, like Hero or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or, or House of uh, Flying Daggers, I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's more fantastical, but the act, like it's still very uh, grounded, fluid and grounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. And nothing like Marvel has ever put out. Nice. I love how they're really leaning into more of the mystical and magic and kind of the the weird mm-hmm.
1: now. Well, yeah, because they have to, because they're kind of out of core Yeah. subject matters. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if they lean into this stuff, they have another 15 years of content they can put out. Oh, easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so excited for that. Uh, on that note, Shang-Chi was actually the first film – uh, at least Marvel wise that was shot entirely in COVID times. Mm-hmm. So they instead they in, Marvel traditionally shoots in uh, uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. in Atlanta.
1: Yeah. As most productions in America do. But
0: this because of COVID, they moved everything to Australia, mm. which is also where Thor love and thunder shot, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure Chris Hemsworth, cause he's the King of Australia. Yeah. I'm sure he was. They
1: handed him the key to Australia. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, so that, and I could really barely tell, um, you
1: mean like on the city
0: shots that, yeah, well, some of it was shot in San Francisco, mm -hmm. like the, like the first, maybe like second unit stuff. No, I mean, there was a, there's a lot, a lot of the beginning of the movie is all in San Francisco. Mm. Um, there's an iconic bus fight that I can't wait for you to see because it's just, it's up there. You're like, you know, in uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. the elevator fight? Mm-hmm. It's like that, but way cooler.
1: On a bus? Yeah,
0: on a moving bus. It's like speed.
1: I was going to say because, I mean, Keanu Reeves already did it. It's on speed.
0: No, he didn't, though. Yeah. I never saw speed. With. I think he was just driving, wasn't he?
1: No, I mean, Sandy Sandy Bullock was. Oh, uh, Sandy Bullock was.
0: But yeah, Shang Chi was the first one shot only in COVID, and it looked great. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like the the hype around it was kind of weird because like it it kind of popped
0: up out of nowhere. Like it didn't feel well. It was kind of similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, in that it's a property nobody really knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's phenomenal. It has super super high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and everywhere else. Um, I think it has the highest. Audience rating of any of any superhero movie. No, oh, nice in history.
1: I mean, that's kind of saying something.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of like the uh, if we were in normal times, I think it would have a, the same kind of hype around as Black like Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, Ant Man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love Ant Man though. So what? Uh, but no, it was great. What, what's a uh, what's something you've seen recently? Um. We saw a movie yesterday.
1: Yeah, we saw Free Guy yesterday, which I thought was really good. Yeah. Surprisingly. Uh, um, which, because I really enjoy movies like that because I go in with no expectations, no really anything other than like, I just want it to be fun. Yeah. And I mean, it delivers through and through on For that. Sure. And there's a lot of fun references that I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> because. There's one, there's one moment in it that made me laugh harder than anything else in that entire movie. Oh, wait. It was the, and then the.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah like, I, there are moments that the it's, fuck it is, it is very much like a, it reminds me of the Lego movie meets the Truman show mm-hmm. meets uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, I mean, in, in a, a weird, weird way, that <laughs>
1: actually, like, is a pretty yeah. pretty good description.
0: Yeah. Um, and Ryan Reynolds is a fucking...
1: Yeah. I mean, Ryan, old, he's so he good. He is who he is. Yeah. And he's a goddamn treasure.
0: Upcoming movie on Netflix, I think it's in November or December, called Red Notice.
1: Yeah, with him. It's and him and
0: The Rock and Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, art thieves. Yeah. It's good. I mean, come on.
1: I mean, I'm very curious to see how that will go, because Ryan Reynolds, to me, as an actor, I believe he is a comedic actor. I think... That's pretty much what his strength just, is yeah. for sure. I think even whenever he plays a hitman, like a hitman's bodyguard, mm-hmm. he still is a funny person. Right. Anything that he really does outside of um there was one movie that he did that was fantastic. The um uh, the one where he was buried. buried? It's called Buried. Yeah. yeah.
0: Watch that in uh in film school and mm-hmm. God, so good.
1: It's so good. The ending
0: is so, so devastating.
1: hmm. Um spoilers, he's buried. Yeah, he's buried. Um but pretty much everything else he's, he's pretty much played a kind of goofy guy. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be interesting putting him with the rock who I think likes himself to be a funny guy, which he, he can do comedy, yeah. Yeah. but,
0: uh, it's more like the force of, it's more of his charisma. Yeah. That, than
1: it is anything else. And yeah. then Gail, uh, GG as I like to call her. Cause you can't actually say her name.
0: No, she's just,
1: she's just a good game. Um, I've never seen her really be funny. So I'm kind of curious to see how they.
0: Well, I mean, Wonder Woman 1984 was just a comedy,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah, that whole movie was one big fucking joke.
0: Yeah. Oh God! Did you see that? Patty Jenkins came out and she was like bashing stream like movies coming out on HBO and movies coming out on Netflix. Like I don't know where any of these movies. They don't aren't awards talks. They aren't blah blah. Like, ma'am, ma'am, you made the worst movie of 2020 and that's mm-hmm. something mm-hmm.
1: and i don't we could i could talk about that movie just by itself but i, I think don't we did maybe we we kind of did we did like a little mini over it but i mean there's there's a lot of issues with that
0: are we gonna do patty jenkins is our uh, <laughs> no oh my god we're gonna watch monster and then wonder woman and Wonder woman 1984 because those are the only things she's made i think man yeah i think that's true i mean
1: i'm sure she has like some entry level stuff that gather into the biz but um so one movie that i'm excited for is a movie that we've talked about the director before which mm-hmm. is dune yes mm-hmm. which i'm just i'm interested to see i've never seen the original dune movie same i've read the book i've read um, the first two chapters it's it's a weird book it's a kind of a hard to get not really hard to get through but like I judge by how much I can remember of it, and I can't remember that much of it. Yeah.
0: I, there's, so, this, there's this post on Twitter, I think, and it, it was like, um, oh, fuck him. Keep talking. I'm going to find it because it's so well, funny.
1: It'll be interesting to see because uh, Danny V hasn't done a trilogy. He was supposed to do more with, ah, um, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, Blade Runner? No, it was um, Sicario. He was supposed to do the oh, sequel. Oh, right. right, right. Right. Dune has a, like a good handful of books in the series. Like it's a series well, and of this, books.
0: This first film is just the first half of the first book.
1: Yeah. So there's potential for him to do like to actually do like a, a trilogy. Which or I would love because he's I, done a lot of like single. Mm-hmm. So I'd be very curious to be to see a world that he sets up that you find in over multiple movies. Yeah, But so you found your tweet.
0: Uh, the, the tweet is... Uh, I never fully recovered from the fact that Dune asks you to immediately understand a lot of sci-fi jargon, then introduces characters named Jessica and Paul. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, foreign. It's such deep, deep, nerdy-ass sci-fi concepts. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there's just, hey, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Hey, Ted. hmm <laughs> Here's just these basic, basic names for you to yeah. understand. Now, uh. Dune,
0: Dune uh, premiered, and it's getting phenomenal mm-hmm. praise.
1: Now I know that you said that you have issues with the lead actor in it, that you've never liked anything that he's been in the
0: kid. What? Timothy Shalmay. Yeah. Isn't that what you said? Nope. I think he's a great actor.
1: No, oh. I've never seen anything that
0: he's been, I in. mean, it's kind of fun for people to like poke fun at him cause he's so young and so talented. Yeah. But no, I mean, um, you
1: young, talented piece of shit.
0: I don't even think I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I, I've seen, I saw him in, uh, lady bird. And he was pretty good in that. The mm. Shisha Ronan, Greta Gerwig uh, movie. Yeah. I know that he's in Little Woman. Never saw that. He's another movie like about... Uh, he, he's like a high schooler dealing with a drug addiction mm-hmm. and then, like overdoses and something crazy like that. So I was like, mm, I'm not going to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons. Um, uh, yeah. No I man, he's, he's good. But, and he's then playing it, Bob Dylan in a Bob Dylan biopic because he looks exactly like him. Uh, they've already done a Bob Dylan biopic with Kate Blanchett.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, what's her name? Z- Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. She's on a kick right now. She is. I have a hard time whenever somebody is just like, I'm one name. Like Yeah, like
0: Aquafina in Shang-Chi.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, just call me this name. It's like, just like, Beyonce. Cool. Yeah. Do you think you're fucking chair? Yeah.
0: Calm the fuck down. Uh, I will now only go by the name David.
1: That's good. Because that's your
0: name. No middle name. No last name.
1: But. (laughs) So, like, it's been it's been a weird year. We've seen some we've obviously seen some lows. Wonder Woman. um, And we've
0: obviously seen some highs. Well, that's crazy because it was 2020 that movie came out. Right? Yeah, it was 20. It was 2020 that movie came out. Oh, God. 2020 and 2021 are the same thing. Yeah. Time. It's just the same thing. Uh, we are, I think, going to see a lull in... Because the video game industry is experiencing this right now. Yeah. Where a lot of things are getting delayed. And the film industry is kind of the same thing where people make movies a couple of years in advance. And it's in post-production and marketing yeah. and all that stuff. So I think we're about to hit a gap where... A lot of movies, mm-hmm. not all of them, because I think Marvel is just—it's a machine all on its own. It can't oh, do anything absolutely. At once.
1: Well, and Marvel kind of got by with the fact that it had WandaVision locked and loaded. It yep. had Loki, all it had the shows, Winter yeah. Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon Spy. Um, it had a lot of stuff, and then like they finished the Eternals, which we saw yep. a trailer for, which <sighs> I don't know what the fuck that it is. It looks so good. It looks, it looks like things that I'm just like, cool. Mm-hmm. It's a super movie. I'll I'll probably just see it. <laughs> I won't understand. Yeah,
0: because they got that. They got Shang-Chi. They got Thor Love and Thunder that's in post right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. like,
1: I mean, for general rule of thumb, when a movie is shot, it takes a couple months to shoot probably, depending on the shooting schedule. And then you're in post-production for yeah. three to six months, depending on the severity of CGI, which also is taking place probably during shooting. And there's just a lot of stuff going on. So like movies take a while and we've even seen, uh, we saw the trailer for, uh, venom carnage, which,
0: why are they making that
1: movie? It does not
0: look good at all.
1: I think it looks fun. (sighs) Oh Oh, fuck. It's a red one. I'll let you eat all the people, all the people. I've never seen the first one. I want to though. I've
0: lost all respect.
1: You know what movie got me super hyped or (sighs) the trailer that got me super hyped was, uh, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. And I haven't even seen The Last Spider-Man. Far From Home. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, cool. I got super hyped on that. So I was like, I'm going to watch it. And then I went to Disney Plus to watch it. And I forgot that it's that fucking Sony Disney bullshit thing that's going on right now. And I have to rent it. And I was uh-huh. just like, well, you can suck it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not
1: paying 3.99 to rent this movie. Yeah,
0: I'm not. We'll see. I tr- In Marvel, I trust. Mm-hmm. They no. never, they haven't let me down. That's why I said to my decks I went and saw it. Shang-Chi with my dad and my mm-hmm. mom. And after, out of the theater, I was like, you know what? Because my dad asked me, what'd you think of it? I was like, man, they just can't make a bad movie lately. You know, yeah. It, like, I,
1: I don't think that they'll probably ever make a great movie. I think that they I watched a great one. <laughs> I think that they will always just make really good movies.
0: What's their definite, what was, what would be the difference? Like a great movie and a really good movie?
1: I think movie. one, like, when I think of a great movie, I think of one that would just. Potentially, like, go down, like, be in the Criterion Collection mm. or, like, just be that a critically acclaimed. Okay. Like, Citizen Kane, where they first were using Depth of Field to where there's, like, these groundbreaking things to where they're just like, okay. yes, this did this. No, that's, that's a good and I don't, And I don't even mean that to belittle, like, any of the superhero movies outside of the DC universe, because uh, those can... Need the Lord's work, which is James Gunn.
0: Yeah. Um, would you clarify the su the Suicide Squad as a great movie, or would that still fall into a really good movie?
1: I think that that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a really good movie because okay. okay. I I have to hold out for the the great because I'm trying to think of the last great movie that I saw.
0: I mean. Like, even thinking in terms of superhero movies, the block, mm-hmm. superhero blockbuster, I mean, everybody agrees that The Dark Knight, right, is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I would argue against that. I think that...
1: Well, that's because you hate the fact that Batman's superpower is that he's rich. No,
0: no, that's a different conversation. But I, I think that, <laughs> um, that Heath Ledger gives a phenomenal... He, he makes the movie great. Yes. I don't think Christian Bale's a good Batman. I would disagree with that. I don't think Christopher Nolan knows what to do with Batman. I'd also disagree with that. I think the dark Knight rises is not a great movie. I, I would say it's not even a good movie.
1: Mm, it rises above you. <laughs> we should do a podcast where I just push your buttons the entire time. It's okay. <laughs> That's basically what we, we do. We
0: we really should do like a, a, just a movie debate just to like say shit. Just to get you under, like I'll debate how amazing the Last Jedi is. Oh my god! It's just sing its praises, mm-hmm. especially uh, you know when Rose saves Finn, Shh, sh- sh- and how just a deep, <laughs> impactful moment in cinema that is. I think it should go in yeah. the Criterion, actually.
1: Yeah, and how she's not basically especially a like worthless character, like BB
0: Eight, like hijacks the 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 other droid, <laughs> and like term like in pre- like Aliens, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how it's you know it's just often phenomenal, phenomenal stuff.
1: You know this is interesting though because this is, I've I've made myself think about like the last like great new movie that I've seen, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to reflect on that because I think that would be kind of interesting to just be like what's the last great movie? Yeah. Because I don't, and I don't even want to say like one of the movies that we've done for the podcast that is an old movie, but it's just new to me. Like I kind of want to actually say like within the last five years, yeah, has there been a great movie? Because I, mean, I know Sicario. that Sicario.
0: I mean, yeah, we we kind of ranted and raved on that.
1: I would probably say Sicario would be right up there.
0: Yeah, was Sicario made in the last five years? I think. Uh. so. Yeah,
1: at least within the last eight to ten, if not five. What year is it?
0: Twenty one. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 2015 2016 ish.
1: Yeah, I think. um But like right now, we definitely are in the heyday of the superhero.
0: Yeah, it's like the western. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what comes next or what can be approved upon. Uh, what about TV shows? What are some like in the? Because we're I think we're still in the golden age of. Well, we're out of the golden age. We're now in like whatever it's called—the platinum age or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I have a book that. Names them all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean. (laughs) TV TV
1: to me almost is the, like, the downside is is that there's too much good stuff to watch. Sure. So then I will find myself just going back to
0: other things. Just comfort food almost? Yeah.
1: So, like, one of the things that I've been doing is I never, like, I watched a handful of the first seasons of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I've been. (laughs) So. I've started watching all of those, which have just been fantastic to, to rewatch the old ones and then watch some of the newer ones mm-hmm. that I've never seen. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one that sticks out to me the most would probably be like one division as far as yeah. one that caught me off guard. Like,
0: Oh, this is a super original mm-hmm. cool. Idea. And I
1: really enjoyed how they did everything mm-hmm. uh, in the same vein of that. Kevin can go fuck himself uh, mm-hmm. on AMC has been really good in that way. Yeah. Uh, I'm still undecided. It's like
0: the breaks between re- what's really happening and mm-hmm. the lie. Perceived. Yeah,
1: the lie that she tells herself is the sitcom version, and yeah. then the the whole style of the TV show changes whenever it's the gritty reality.
0: When I was saying the other day, <clears throat> I just finished uh the flight attendant on mm-hmm. HBO Max with Kayla Kuko from uh, Big Bang Theory, and she voices Harley Quinn in the Harley Quinn. Animated show on HBO Max and a bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. and that it a phenomenal like n- like pulpy modern noir mystery murder mystery. Yeah, where she she's a flight attendant. Obviously, she wakes up in Bangkok. She's doing a she has like a layover there, and she she has a one night stand. She wakes up the next morning in a hotel bed with a the guy that she had a fling with dead. Mm-hmm. His throat slit. Doesn't know what happened. Freaks out, and then the, the whole thing is kind of like a rat race of all these different characters and all these different agencies and like yeah. the detectives coming like and it all in a very like north by northwest e kind of feel like a mm-hmm. uh, cat and mouse game and uh they have that same kind of reality breaks where she well, cuz she's an alcoholic and so she doesn't remember anything about the night so she kind of goes into her subconscious and like her memories and her uh her inner dialogue is her in the that hotel room trying mm-hmm. to remember details and her her dead boyfriend is there as like or the guy who got killed. Yeah. Um, and they have like dialogue with each other, like, what did I miss? What you know, they go it's very uh mind policy, kind of like Sherlock did. Yeah. But it's again, it's that break from reality, like WandaVision and uh Kevin can go fuck himself, like that kind of mm-hmm. two different the reality different layers of reality.
1: Hannibal kind of did that too. Mm-hmm. Whenever Which, Will would have his,
0: I, I haven't seen a lot, that show in a long time. I, still, I never finished it.
1: I don't. I never finished it either.
0: Yeah, um, I love that kind of stuff. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I love that kind of stuff. It's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too, but like as far as like on the horizon, I think that we're gonna see a decent holiday lol of movies that are going to come out. So I think that it'll be heavily relying on just good TV and then just rewatching stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This could just be like the holiday season of rewatches.
0: Yeah. Oh, another movie that I watched recently called Palm Springs on Hulu. Mm. Um, Another really weird one where it's Andy Samberg and he's trapped in a time loop
1: yeah i remember you telling me about and this one the,
0: another girl from the wedding gets trapped in a time loop and that's like them trying to figure out like it's a very interesting narrative on uh like purgatory or mm-hmm. um like what's worth living for like what does life even mean et cetera. Et cetera. yeah it's kind of cool yeah kind very of brown, very um, heartwarming and funny and um so <laughs> yeah it's a very awesome dark comedy yeah shot really well you'd enjoy it i like dark comedies especially
1: mm-hmm. like my life one dark comedy
0: well, your dog is peeing on the floor over there.
1: No, he's not. So. He sees danger, though.
0: Danger zone. Danger zone.
1: Oh, Archer started back up again. This will be the last season with uh, the lovely.
0: Oh, that's right. I can't think of her name right now. God dang it. No, I know who you're talking about. And she's a phenomenal <laughs> actress. She, actress. She was in Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: I'm doing her a disservice by not remembering her name. Yeah,
0: but she was a phenomenal actress. Uh, I mean,
1: forever to me, she will be Mrs. Bluth.
0: Mrs. Bluth, yeah. Um, You also saw that the actor who played... Whoa. Danger. Danger zone. Uh, Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, actors passing away, but... um, God dang it. Where is it? Dang it. I can... I know... Brain fart time thank you god dang it uh michael k williams mm-hmm. passed away today oh really I found him passed away in his apartment in new york city oh mm. actor who played omar and the wire yeah um, i never actually he was in boardwalk empire and he was also in the first and only season of uh, lovecraft country mm-hmm. another great actor
1: i need to see all of those tv shows
0: yeah i watched all the there's five seasons of The Wire. I've seen all. I've seen the first three. Mm-hmm. They're phenomenal. Yeah, I've seen part of Boardwalk Empire, which I know I should watch. Yeah, I that's love.
1: the that's the trouble though with TV shows. Is I that know I should such, watch it. Yeah, you know you should, but they're so long and they go well. For... Even
0: the, the 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 HBO ones are like very short and succinct. They're like British television. There's like you know eight episode seasons, and then it's like four seasons. They're done.
1: Yeah, which I love. Yeah, as it should be, so that it's not daunting to try and watch a TV show that's 20 seasons long.
0: Yeah. God. Mm.
1: (sighs) Well, like all good things,